One, two, three. Harold and Brad. Windy City Filmmakers. Harold and Brad. Windy City Filmmakers. Harold and Brad. Three, two, one. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Harold and Brad, Winnie City Podcast. Brad Stevens in the house. HD, what's going on, brother? What's up, B? It's time to get it going again. Yeah. <laughs> we got a special guest in the house, Rolando Boyce. What's going on, brother? What's up? Man, what's happening, fellas? <laughs> what's up? I feel like I'm back at the crib. <laughs> no doubt. Good to have you, man. Good to have you. So the first question we always ask people is, what is your connection to Chicago? And what kind of art do you create? Man, my connection to Chicago is right here in my rib, man. It's like, <laughs> it's a part of me, man. Right. It's a part of me, man. Uh, now, born born and raised uh, in Chicago, south side of Chicago. Uh, south side? Grew up in uh, Lake Meadows right off 35th Cottage. Okay. I stayed on 70, uh, 66 in Aberhard. Right. A little time on 77th and South Shore, Dalton, High Park. I mean, all over the South Side, man. Right, so, right, right. You know, that's how I grew up, too, all over the South Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you bounce around, you bounce around when you can't cover that rent, you got to find another rent. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. But my family, actually, my family is from Panama. My, my parent, both my parents are from Panama. Okay. But I was a uh, first generation in the States. Nice. First generation in the States, yeah. Cool, man. Now, now real quick, before I forget, mm-hmm. your son wrote a book, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was called Live Your Life Like a Spy. So, so, so we're going we to plug it, man. So what is it about and where can we get it? Uh, you know what? You can get it directly from him. He will shoot it to you. Uh, okay. It, it, it's, it's short, like 20 pages. Nice. Uh, proud of him, man, because, it's, you know, just did it on his own, man. Wrote it. Cool. Got it, uh, did the, the illustration and published by himself, you know. And it, it's Dope. about basically uh, life, just life. Uh, his advice about just handling your business and getting through life. Uh, I, I thought that was really good, especially for young people, you know, just, just you know, uh, from a young person's perspective on how to, to live your life. So super proud of him, man. That's my, that's my, I would say my junior, but he's Rolando Boyce's second. Oh, okay, stop. Man, you know what's tripped out, man? I think, I think we first met back in the day on uh, the play Yanga an African hero in Mexico, something like that back in the day. And I think I, I think I met your son. He was a shorty at the time, I think. Yeah, probably, I think. probably about three or four. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Time flies, dog. Time flies. I, well, I was I was thinking, was it was it Yango? Did we meet on Yango or was it the film? Oh man. I don't know which one was first. Maybe it was Yanga first. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Yanga, yeah, Yanga. Then we did the trailer for uh, uh, Ambush Avenue. <laughs> man, that's what it was. I couldn't remember what it was. Right. Ambush Avenue. Man, man, yeah. man. Right. So Harold on that too? Was Harold, were you on yeah, that too? Harold, Harold was on it too, yeah. I think you were, man. The, for, for the trailer. Yeah. Oh, the trailer. yeah, yeah. 
and, and, and let me say that, uh, Rolando, I had heard about you before I met you. Uh, our good buddy James Alfred uh, went to, uh, with, he was in the acting troupe with us back in 98, 99. And uh, he was talking about this guy that he saw over at ETA. And then I, I, I went to see a play at ETA. I saw China Colston and Rolando Boyce. And I just thought, and, and I thought Rolando was a phenomenal, just a fascinating actor, man. You were creating on the stage. He says he noticed how you did answers with the words where you hit certain words and then you worked with a device, an object in your hand. And he, it was amazing enough for him to come back and talk about you. So I, that was my, I was like, I got to meet this guy. <laughs> Man, that's my, that's my N word if he don't get no bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. JT is my dude, man. JT, I saw right. JT a few weeks ago, man. That's no my doubt. Dude. That's love. That's love, Harold. I appreciate that, man. What is your main uh, focus on art? Is it the acting? It's acting. It's yeah. acting. You know, yeah. I, I let my son do the writing. You know, uh, I, I, not that there's anything wrong with writing. I got, a, I got actually a couple of ideas that I want to get down and put down. But I, I just truly love acting. I haven't dabbled into directing. I wouldn't mind directing a play or something like that. I really right. wouldn't. I mean, I, I don't want to hold myself to doing one particular thing, but, you know, uh, and I think I saw an interview with, I can't remember, some old European actor. He just like, I just love acting. And I just do. Right. I, Good stuff. That's what right. I love to do, man. I, I You know, and, and I'm going to keep on doing it. It still feels fresh. It still feels new to me. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful for every opportunity I get, man. And what would you say it is about the acting? Is it the, the uh, applause? Is it the creating? Is it the memorizing? What is it? What is it that really sticks to you? It is. It's the I would say the creating. I, I love to get something, get a get a character, and being able to uh, to flesh it out, to uh, to bring the character character to life. And, and finding, you know, it, the beauty of it is when when everything is working. I mean, you you got the good, you got good writing, you got a good uh, a good castmate or, or, or someone on stage that you're able to bounce off of, and everything is just flowing, man. And, it, and it's a beautiful thing, you know. And, and everything else comes after that. You know, you get the applause or someone you know, they may remember you or like JT reached out to you and someone notices what you're trying to do. That's when you know you you've done your work. So, like you mentioned, the stage, like you you have a lot a, a strong uh, theater background. Mm. So, from your perspective, what are some of the differences? Well, the differences and similarities between doing theater and doing film. Um, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a lot of similarities. Right. Uh, just because with with TV and film, man, you know, you could be shooting out of order. You know, you don't sometimes if you're not um, if you're coming in on uh, uh, as a co-star or a guest star, you know, you're just coming in for a day as a day player on the TV or a film. You know, you don't you may not know the other characters. You're coming in there to do your job and to make everything. It's like you're, you're jumping in on a spinning wheel and you're just trying to keep that wheel going. 
You know, you, right. you, you're just trying to play your part and, and keep it going. Sometimes, you know, you really don't even get much conversation with the director. You know what I mean? As when you're working on a play, you know, you're able to sit down, you get the table read, you get to flesh out everything with the cast. You're going through weeks of rehearsal, you know, I don't know, three, sometimes seven, eight days a week or whatever the case may be. <laughs> and you're able to just get that character down. So by the time you start opening and then then on top of that, you you, you, you go through this roller coaster from beginning to intermission to the end of right. the play yeah. that you're able to take the audience through. Whereas, yeah. you know, a lot of that is done on TV and film from the editing. Now, I will say the similarities are, and I'm only, don't I haven't experienced it a lot, but like right now I'm working on The Shy and I'm able to, you know, come in and out and I'm 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 the same character and I'm I, you know I'm I'm relating to the other actors in a you know family sense or whatever the case may be and sometimes it, it'd be something where you know it could just be a look and you you already know what that person is thinking you right. know you able that that same stage you're able to play that same stuff that you do on stage if that makes right. sense yeah even right. with, the, with the direct, you know, a couple of that I can give an example would be one time when we was on set and we were going through going through rehearsal, whatever the case may be. And I was like, mm, I think I need a drink. I think I I think Darnell needs a drink right here. You need a drink? Yeah, he needs a drink. Right. You know, what I mean, because I know the character so well now right. that I, I know that I wouldn't be just sitting here talking, having this conversation. I need something in my hand. Yeah. So it's just it's just, you know, you're able to flesh out the character a little bit better when when you're able to keep coming back, keep coming back. Right. You know what, man? I, I, I love your work on the shy. A couple, well, one thing that tripped me out, I mean, I know it's just the nature of the beast. Looking at this season, how much the kids have shot up, man. Like, like looking at the kid, they... Like last scene, they were still looking like kids, <laughs> and now they look like young adults. Like man, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, one they, season makes a difference, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and one of uh, 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 Jake Michael, the one that plays Jake, we right. about the same height. I think when we go back, he's gonna be taller than me. And it's beauty. It's it's one. It's it's beautiful that we able to watch them grow up on Good TV. Stuff. Yeah, you know I mean? those kids are something else, man. They they the kids drew me in. Oh, first, nice. First season. First season kids drew me in. I was looking. Right. I was looking at them like, "Yo, that's my childhood." So, so you, you're obviously from here, and and you're currently residing in L.A. Correct. And, and so, uh, you obviously uh, for the shy, you're uh, going back and forth. And how often is that? And and how was that transition to L.A. for you? I, 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 yes, I do live in LA. Uh, when I go back and forth, I'll, they'll you know let me know what episodes I'm in and the episodes that I'm in. Usually, they shoot within like an eight or eight or nine day frame. Right. Uh, and and then once I know when I'm supposed to be there, then you know I come out there and shoot my stuff. Um, I'm not a series regular. Series regulars have to be there almost pretty much the whole time. So right. once I know what episodes I'm in, then I just come in, do my thing. And I can bounce and come on back to, you know, come back home, uh, which is it's still wonderful 
being able to come back. Like, I, I love getting that call. Like, when I get to come back to the crib, I get to get some Heralds and get some gear. You know what I mean? I get to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, get, I get to have my taste of Chicago every time I come right. back. Yeah. So, and then, you know, seeing friends and, and family, my mom is still there. So, uh, you know, it's just love every time I get a chance to come back. Uh, the transition, the second part of you asking, the transition to L.A., it was, you know, it's everyone's transition can be different. You know what I mean? For me, I tried to I tried to plan as best I can. I think you always have to have some kind of plan. Right. Know, for any actor, anyone in the business, if you transition to New York or L.A. or whatever the case may be. So I came out here. I had a, I was actually with Gettys in Chicago at the time. And, uh, you know, she had a sister like my plan was, all right, I'm going to get with Gettys. I'm gonna, so because I know I'm going to go out to L.A. and I can get with Gettys in L.A. Uh, and when I came out here, I had an agent. Uh, right. My, my now wife. Uh, I got with her commercial agent, which I'm still with her commercial agent. So as soon as I got off the plane, I, I had representation. Uh, you know, trying to uh, find, you know, just get my my bearings of the city and everything like that. But Gettys and I didn't work. And I went through a couple of different agents over some years. And until you can find someone to represent you, in the right way that can get you in the right doors, believes in you, you know, that sometimes can take time. You know what I mean? Right. And, and until that, that started to happen for me, um, that's when, as far as TV and film, where I was able to, to, to break in a little bit. So so let me let me ask, uh, how long have you been out there? Because you know, I'm sitting at the crib and I'm looking up and I see you in a number of commercials just popping up. I was like, they're going to Rolando, they're going to Rolando, they're going to Rolando again. So tell me about that. How, how long have you been out there? And uh, so when did you land that first commercial? And how did they just all of a sudden just keep coming? You know, it's funny you bring that up, uh, Harold. I, I, I came, well, first of all, I came out here in 2006. And I think I got my first commercial. Like I say, initially, I wasn't getting a lot of TV and film. I really wanted TV and film. But I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go with the, you know, try and get the commercials too. And I, in Chicago, I ain't booked no commercials. I went on. Right. You know, I, I, I went on auditions, but yeah. I, I couldn't book one. And uh, when I got out here, I started going, the commercial business out here was much more rapid. Like in, in Chicago, I would go on a commercial audition like maybe once a month, maybe. Right. Out here, I was going. I was going out. You know, maybe three times a week. Sometimes four times a week. Sometimes even more than that. Right. So it, it's just like anything. The more I did it, the more I felt more comfortable. I, I'd been in. You know, you go to so many different uh, casting offices. Like I know this office. I know this room. I, I felt more comfortable. So as I started to feel more comfortable, I, I was just in my own zone. And I think I booked my first commercial maybe. About a year or so after I came out here, the first one I had was for uh, chocolate-covered Altoids. Okay. And I, was, and I was super excited, and it didn't run. Okay. I shot it, but they didn't air it. And I was like, dang. But it was really funny. It was a, it was a funny spot. Right. So maybe a few months later, I got a, I got a call from my agent. This is funny. This is going to tell you how things, how funny things can work. I got a call from my agent saying that you got a, uh, she said you got a, a straight to callback for a key for a, a Kia commercial. 
And I was thinking to myself, dang, I don't remember going in for this Kia commercial. I said, you sure? She's like, yeah. They <laughs> want you to go over here. And I said, oh, okay. She said, let me send you the email. The email said that, that it went out to like almost most of the commercial agents saying, we're looking for the black actor from the Chocolate Altoids commercial. Okay. Yeah. Right. So when I got to the to the callback, wasn't even no callback. It was like just meeting the director. The director was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's him." Okay, cool. <laughs> the director was there, and she was like, "This is probably going to be the easiest booking you ever got." <laughs> right. Got, got the key commercial. The key commercial ran like crazy. Like nice. Crazy. Yeah. And that's how. And actually, that I think that that got me my sad card. Right. Because I, I think before that I had done like Prison Break in Chicago and and then I did that other commercial. So I was like, um, I was a must join. Like I had to join in like three days. Right. <clears throat> and then and then after that, yes, Harold, you're right. I booked. I, I, I stopped counting, but at somewhere of probably I have probably over about 50 commercials. Now. Oh la la. Yeah.